Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's that time again. Another episode of Oto. Yay. With me this week is Alex Jowski, and we'll be discussing cover songs. And uh, seeing as I, I've been pretty darn ill the past week or so, the playlist was picked out by Alex, and I really appreciate him you know, coming in for me on that. What have you been up to here lately, Alex? Not much. I've been real, real busy on the site running Final Fantasy stuff lately, so I haven't been able to keep up on creation videos, although I should be editing one later today. And that site is geekjuicemedia.com, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Really excellent playlist. Um, Some bands I haven't heard of, some bands I really adore, some really good renditions of uh, some truly classic Japanese uh, pop tracks. Kudos uh, on on the selections tonight, man. Well, the way I got introduced to older Japanese music from like the 70s and 80s was through contemporary bands covering those songs. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Uh, uh, There's a lot of uh, particularly Visual K uh, cover omnibus albums been released here lately, and uh, they've been covering older stuff from 70s, 80s, early 90s that, you know, kind of flew under my radar. So it's uh, really uh, opened my eyes a little bit to what the the popular sound was back then and they've kind of japan in general has always uh i don't want to say rode the coattails of western pop culture but they do (laughs) so even a lot of their older stuff sounds just as radio friendly today as it did back then yeah it does and their their current stuff they follow the same trends like I know last time I was on, I was talking about Morning Masume developing a dubstep sound. Yeah, and that's uh, actually been catching on like wildfire over there recently. I know, at least in the Visual K community, it's almost like a metal dub fusion. And, you know, some of it's hit or miss, but uh, I've heard a few tracks that have come out recently that have been a pretty good melding of the two. Yeah, there's some that are good, some that are just horrible. For the most part, they're catching on and they're experimenting with it in their own way. And I, I think that's mainly in part to uh, the internet and how they don't have to wait on big record companies and the like to get a Western artist over there. Uh, now they can go online and listen to what we're listening to on the radio without you know a year or two delay in what's popular for us. And that's how it was you know around. Uh, you know, through the the 70s into the early 2000s, and it's only recently begun to catch up. Due to this, uh, they missed out on a couple of different musical genres that uh, really caught on over here, but never really got addressed, uh, such as the grunge genre and uh, Seattle-based bands. They just never really caught on over there. So it's kind of heartwarming that that, uh, they're starting to pick up uh, on things a little quicker, and hopefully something like uh, that will not happen again. Yeah, and another thing is grunge probably just didn't fit the palette of Japanese music at the time, too. Correct. They were in the middle of their uh, boom, uh, an economic boom in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, uh, around the time grunge got popular here. Though they have been um, dealing with a bit of a recession in recent years, so things like uh, emo, screamo, grunge acts have gotten more popular because you know that's it's pretty much the the trend anywhere you go in the world is you know the worse an economy's doing, the more hard rock the popular music's going to be. Yeah, when grunge was big over here, we were in a recession, so. Uh, but like I said, tonight is all about cover songs, and the format that we're going in is we'll be playing the original track first, followed by the cover version of it. And in our first block, uh, we've got a uh, glam band that was uh, formed in uh, the late 60s, actually. So one of the progenitors of glam for the entire country, and that's R.C. Secession. As I said, been around since the mid to late 60s. Well, at least the artists were. I believe they formed officially in 1970. Really influential band. One of the top pop acts. Rock top. Well, I say pop, but they are a rock band. It's just that they made it to the top 40 charts um, and are one of the greatest selling bands to come out of Japan, according to Rolling Stone. 
So that's quite impressive, and that's another honor that's shared by another band we'll be playing tonight, uh, the Blue Hearts. Yeah, to me, they sounded a lot like The Clash. Yes, 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 indeed they do. We'll be playing um, Ame Agari no Yozora Ni, which was a single they released in 1980. And after that, we'll be playing the cover of that song by your girl, uh, Reina-san, from Lovendor, whose yes. album uh, just came out. So, And their, <laughs> their first album is nothing but cover songs. Yeah, it's called uh, Lovendor Cover the Rock, and uh, it was released just a little while ago. If you listened to previous episodes, you heard us hyping it. Go pick it up if, if you got the funds for it, okay? Gonna get right into it. So here's uh, RC Secession's Ame Agari no Yozora Ni. And Lovendor covering the same track. And we'll be back with you for more excellent covers.
was RC Secessions Ame Agari no Yozora Ni and that song again covered by Lovendor. I love both versions, Alex. I'm torn. I like both too. Like I said, the first one, it reminds me of The Clash, which is a great band that I enjoyed. And I do have such a crush on Tanaka Reina that <laughs> I, I'm going to by default love her cover. Now, I really like the Lovendor cover, but what I miss is what I've kind of come to affectionately call the cha-cha cowbell that the 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 original had in it it's a kind of a cha-cha rhythm i hope you understand what i'm talking about here. so you're saying that the, the the cover needs more cowbell needs more cowbell yes <laughs> all right i'm gonna go ahead and get into uh what we're playing in our next block because we've got a quite a few tracks coming up in, in one solid chunk here so in this next block we've got uh, the blue hearts a punk rock band uh, that were around in the mid-80s have been on and off uh, hiatus and things for, you know, since. Another one of those that have been listed in Rolling Stone, uh, one of the top rock bands to ever come out of Japan, and the subject of a uh, 2005 uh, Japanese film called Linda, 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 the cover song we'll be playing uh, comes from. Yes, yes, and the the reason the cover song has a the band in it has a Korean name is because the front girl of the band in the movie is a Korean girl, and the movie's more about this Korean girl who comes to Japan and tries to you know acclimate herself to Japanese society using the music of the Blue Hearts. I was uh, reading a synopsis of it uh, earlier today, and it seems like a really interesting film, and I'm, uh, I'd like to get my hands on it. Band's name in the film is uh, Paran Maum, which is Korean for the Blue Hearts, like you said. They're doing a cover of Linda Linda, uh, which is the Blue Hearts' uh, most popular single. A really catchy, catchy tune. I absolutely adore both versions. But I, I honestly prefer the Blue Hearts version a little more. Paran Maum one does grow on you, and it it may it, it's made me want to see the movie. So I'm I'm gonna be checking it out relatively soon. I've been looking for a copy of it. Well, if you find one, let me know, man. All right, and uh, up after that, uh, we've got a band simply put simply called Kai Band or Lower Band, and again, one of those that's uh, extremely popular in Japan. But nobody in the West even knows about them. They don't even have an English Wikipedia article available. So any information you're going to find, you have to type it in uh, the katakana for, for Kaiban. So it took me a little bit to, to even find some information on these guys. And uh, they were formed uh, in the mid-70s and are still going to this day, really. They reformed in 2009 and have been on um, their own kind of self-produced uh, label of sorts uh, called Kai Office. Or Kai, Kai Surf or Kai Office, one of the two. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But... <laughs> One of their biggest singles ever released was a song called uh, Hero. And that is what we'll be playing tonight. And it's being covered by a punk supergroup known as uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Yes, an American punk supergroup. Yes. <laughs> so actually, they had a EP about a year ago called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies Sing Japanese or something that had about five or six songs of which there was this one odd to see western bands uh covering such songs i, I know we've had uh, andrew wk we played in the past and now uh with the gimmies here 
I really love it. So <laughs> I hope more and more Western acts start covering um, Japanese songs, bringing it over here, get it exposed. It's all good in my book, man. <laughs> Big difference between me first and Andrew WK is Andrew translated the songs into English that yes. he covered. They, these ones, they do their best to cover them in Japanese. And, and their pronunciation is a little better than mine, so... Yeah. <laughs> so i got to give them that. <laughs> all right, so uh, to recap, we've got uh, the Blue Hearts playing Linda Linda, and then the cover version of that... Oh, that was released in 1987, year of my birth, and month of my birth, May of 87, yay. Then we'll be playing uh, Paran Mom's cover of Linda Linda from the movie Linda Linda Linda, released in 2005. Following that up with Kaiban's uh, Hero, which was their self-titled single from 1978. After that, be playing the Gimme's cover of Hero from Singin' Japanese, released in 2011. So we'll let you guys enjoy the tracks, and we'll be back with you in a little bit to discuss another... Yet another amazing, prolific band that nobody in the West knows about, Tulip.
限りのワンナイトショー矢のように走る時の狭間で踊ることさ今夜お前はヒロインもう泣かさないよこの魂のすべてでお前を愛してるさ筋膜の中泣きだろうねジェームスリンのように今が過去になる前に俺たち走り出そうだからヒーローヒーローになる時ああそれは今ヒーロー引き裂かれた路上のカクテルパーティー一つ踊れば熱い思いも消えてゆく今夜お前はヒロインもう泣かないで息が詰まるほどに愛の痛みを感じてくれ筋膜の中やせっちろ俺たちが見えるだろう今が過去になる前に明日へ走り出そうだからヒーローヒーローになる時ああそれは今ヒーロー引き裂かれた
that was the Blue Hearts, Linda Linda, released in 87, and the cover of Linda Linda by Paran Maum, the fictional band from the movie Linda Linda Linda. And after that was Kaiban's Hero, released in 78, the, a cover of Hero by Me First and the Gimme, Gimme Gimme's, released in 2011. And I'll just go on record here and say it, I adore the Gimme's version of Hero. They, they really pump up the energy, and it turns it into even more of a feel-good anthem than the original. I really enjoyed it, so really nice selection on that one. It's actually the opening track on that EP, and it has that feel that you would expect from the opening track on anything. Right, right. Uh, unless you come from Japan, they have a tendency to do a lot of special effect or uh, instrumental tracks that kind of classical leading up into, you know, we're going into our anthem track, which I'm a fan of. Any band that'll put a SE track on a release, you know, I'm all for it. <laughs> All right, um, coming up on our next block, uh, we've got a yet another amazing band, as I mentioned, uh, Tulip. And uh, they formed in 1972 and were active uh, from that point to 89, had a bit of some downtime, got back together in 97, and were together until 2008. And then had a little bit more of a break, because let's face it, we're getting old, guys. But then they come back in uh, 2012 and are still currently active, I do believe. Really prolific band, and another one of those that does not have an English wiki article. You will have to type out their name in Katakana to even find any information. Otherwise, you're going to get flowers, okay? Yeah, it's hard to find. It took me a while to actually find the track. All right, and uh, the track that we'll be playing is, again, an, one of their best-selling singles, and that's uh, Kokoro no Tabi. And that was released in 73, so just a year after their formation. So they kind of hit their peak very early. I, I wouldn't even say peak. Um, they attained a huge amount of fame in a relatively short time would probably be the better way to put that. And uh, following the original by Tulip, we've got uh, the cover by The Gimmies. We're bringing them back for the next block. does come off the same album. So we highly recommend you guys go out and pick up Sing in Japanese because every single track on there is amazing. They've really put effort into doing the pronunciation correctly, retaining the spirit of the songs that they're covering. And they also have a cover of Linda, Linda, Linda on that same album. Yes, they do. So if you, if you like the Blue Hearts and you, you like the, the song Linda, Linda, by all means, again, pick up singing Japanese. Pretty sure you can still find it on uh, Amazon and all the major retailers uh, online. So Now, speaking of Tulip, uh, there was an album of theirs that I had uh, quite a number of years ago that I can't seem to find anymore, and that's uh, Kimi no Tame, and it was released a year after uh, Kokoro no Tabi. It has a, shares a lot of the same uh, mood as uh, Kokoro no Tabi uh, and carries over. It's really a album that uh, personifies their sound, in my opinion. So if you can uh, track down a copy of that album, it's uh, Kimi no Tame, and it was released in 74. I'm pretty darn sure it was released in 74. Uh, but there was a re-release in 2002, I want to say. So it shouldn't be that difficult to find, and I know I've got a copy somewhere. So I'll have and to... <laughs> Kokoro no Tabi is such a pleasant-sounding song. It it's one is. of those songs that just makes you smile. It's just a really calm feeling. Then it just kind of gets flipped on its head when the gimmies get a hold of it, you know? <laughs> they do. It still sounds fun and pleasant. It's just a different kind of fun. Yes, yes. All right, so uh, here we go into uh, Tulip's Kokoro no Tabi, uh, released in 1973, and Me First in the Gimme Gimme's cover of Kokoro no Tabi from Sing in Japanese, released in 2011. <laughs> Oh, 
知っていたのか遠く離れてしまえば愛は終わると言ったもしも許されるなら
right, guys, that was Tulip's Kokoro no Tabi and me first in the Gimme Gimme's cover of Kokoro no Tabi. Like I said, I really enjoy both versions, but I'm going to have to go with the original Tulip on that one, personally. I just like the, the calming feeling that it gives you. Let's see, up next, uh, we've got the Japanese answer to the Jackson 5. Finger 5. <laughs> Finger 5. Yes, they are a total... Uh, well, I'm not going to say ripoff. They are heavily influenced by the Jackson 5. And uh, they are a group of uh, four brothers from Okinawa uh, named uh, Kazuo, Mitsuo, Masao, and Akira. And uh, they have a sister named Taiko. They were around in the uh, late 60s, in through the early 70s. A really popular pop group um, that's you know being covered to this day. We were just talking um, that in addition to the, the cover track that we'll be playing uh, today, which is by Morning Masume, they also have been covered on uh, Andrew W.K.'s Japanese cover album. I'm kind of wondering how people like Andrew W.K. and the Gimmies get a hold of some of these classics. Because I, I have trouble finding uh, information online. So I'm wondering if it's because they tour in Japan or they just have, you know, that big of an obscure vinyl collection. I'm assuming that it's because they've toured in Japan and they've heard this song on the radio or someplace and liked it. That's what I'd assume, too. But yeah, we've got uh, Finger Five's uh, Koi no Dayu. Uh, 6700, I'm not even going to say the na- the numerals in Japanese because I'll just screw them up. And that was a self-titled single released in 1973. Following that, uh, last song of the night will be uh, Morning Masume's cover of Koi no Dial from their Cover You album released in 2008, um, which we've uh, addressed in previous episodes and have played a track from. Yeah, uh, Pepper, Pepper yeah, Cable. Pepper Cable. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> But it's getting around that time, though, Alex, and going to have to say nighty-night to everyone out there in Radio Land. Yeah, we did a lot on this episode, though. A lot of great cover songs. And I feel like we just had so little time to get through such amazing acts. And I do want to go back and give more of a dedicated uh, exploration to some of the older bands we've played tonight in future episodes. So I hope you'll... Uh, join me for that uh, when I get around to, you know, picking out some playlists. Alrighty, so where can we get a hold of you, Alex? Uh, you can find me at geekjuicemedia.com, doing creation videos and just about everything else on the site. Alright, and uh, you can find me, Mama Cass, at www.oto-show.com. We're on Twitter, Oto Show Official. We're on Tumblr, we're on Last.fm, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere, guys. So look us up on your favorite social networking site, get in contact with us. We'd love to hear back from people. We've been getting some really good feedback here lately uh, from fans uh, in Europe and and, uh, other parts of the world. We really do enjoy bringing uh, this music to you guys, and we really appreciate your support. I'm sorry I've uh, been kind of sickly here lately. Hopefully I'll get better soon and we can start getting episodes put out at a regular interval. So wish me luck on that, guys. Okay, to wrap up, here is Finger 5's Koi no Dial and Morning Musume's cover of Koi no Dial. And we will see you all next week. Thank you.
Morning. OTO is a 1201 Beyond production. Visit 1201beyond.com for more great shows.